Mark Sahaba, the voice of Ahle Sunnah Wal Jamaah. یہ شادی ہے بے شک محبت کا زینہ یہ شادی ہے بے شک محبت کا زینہ باہاروں کی آمد صبا کا ترنم باہاروں کی آمد صبا کا ترنم نکاق دے مسنو دکھے دل کا مرہم یہ فرما گئے ہے رسول مکرم Naina manata after 11 South African time Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh Ahalan wa sahalan wa marhaban bikum It's a beautiful mashallah Wednesday morning on our program The Bliss of Marriage Arafat bin Ibrahim Hatia is the name I will be with you from now till 12 o'clock inshallah My beloved engineer of course Haji Suleyman Esop And my beloved honorable respected Fadilatul Ustaz Senior Ustad Hazrat Mulana Mufti Abdul Qadir Hussain Hafizahullah He will be with us from now as well Till 12 o'clock inshallah Well today is the 16th of Rabi'ul Akhir 1445 Which is also the 1st of November 2023 I want to welcome the listeners of um, Sirius FM Haji Faisal Asmal and Hafiz Yusuf Asmal and company And I want to welcome our beloved wonderful listeners of Merka Sahaba The voice of Ahlu Sunnah Wal Jama'ah Remember our WhatsApp number is 084-786-786 3132 084-786-3132 International Overseas Listeners Plus 2784-786-3132 Ustad, it's a beautiful, mashallah, sunny Wednesday morning Welcome to the Bliss of Marriage, Ustad Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, Ustad Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh بارك الله فيكم وعرفات جزاك الله خيرا بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم I see some wonderful news every one of us should read two rakat salatu shukr the ex listeners of Sirius FM and the listeners of Marcus Sahaba the voice of Alu Sunnah al the first heading they got here, nine soldiers killed in ground operation, bringing total IDF deaths in Gaza to 11. Second, rocket siren sound in southern Israel. Netanyahu, we are in a difficult war. The important achievements in it, killing babies and children, the Harami war criminal, but also painful losses. Piada Mark named as third soldier killed in Gaza on Tuesday, so it means that 10, 11 soldiers dispatched to hell. Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen. We're very happy to announce that, and we say, go in more, and then you will see stars, daytime, you harami, war criminals, and you are the ones committing genocide, and what you thought Hamas is going to give you gallons, they're sending you straight to hell, and we're very happy about that. 
IDF spokesperson will increase number of vessels in the Red Sea area. We will respond at the place and time we decide. And let me tell you, this is what they are telling you. Their losses are much, much more. Read two rakat salah daily and say, Allahumma saddid ramyahum. Allahumma saddid ramyahum. Oh Allah, let the targets of Hamas hit them properly. And inshallah, they're coming with America, with Britain, with France, everybody. And they can't defend, they can't defeat people with iman and faith. What the great achievement by Hamas to dispatch 12 of Israeli soldiers straight to hell. And remember, according to our sources and the Palestinian sources, more than 50 soldiers were dispatched to hell and many more taken hostages. Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen. And see at the bottom they got here. After defeating Hamas, Israel must pursue dialogue with Ramallah, meaning with Abu Mazin and them. They all sell out. Now see here, what is Israel's endgame in Gaza? There are three key dilemmas. So that is, they don't know whether they're coming or going. Third U.S. naval group arrives in Mid-East. Countries prepared to evacuate thousands. So now see another one. Beautiful heading. Ten IDF soldiers killed in separate Gaza incidents on Tuesday. Israeli army confirms. You see that? So they thought there will be a walk in the park. Bolivia severs ties with Israel over Gaza. So I've been there, Santa Cruz. That was in 2019. Well done to Bolivia. We salute you. Other Latin American countries recall envoys, the ambassador. And that is, you must remember, Chile and Colombia. And I sent an open letter on my Twitter account and Telegram account to the ANC and said that we demand that you must expel the ambassador of Israel to South Africa you have to sever all diplomatic ties with Israel all your empty and hollow slogans mean very little to us you have to show us some action that is what we want from you and demand from you otherwise you are just cheap talk like your politicking and we sent an open letter to the world Saudi Arabia has been given the 2034 World Cup we said no World Cup for Saudi Arabia and we must lobby the people and hashtag and say no World Cup for Saudi Arabia 2034. Why? Because you must remember they're trying to normalize ties with Israel. When the children and babies of Palestine are massacred, they're having their musical shows and rave shows and so forth. Begheret, Beshiram, without any haya and iman. And they led by Murtad bin Shaitan, who is the agent of the West. And remember, they have bikini beaches there in Jeddah, building cinemas there in Medina Munawara, arresting thousands of ulama and activists and people who speak the truth, including the imam of the haram, Sheikh Salih Ali Talib. There's no human rights at all there in Saudi Arabia. It's an absolute dictatorship. So therefore we need to name them and shame them. They think they will get caught. They think they will get 
honor with this, but Allah has disgraced them. Who is the murderer of Jamal Khashoggi? Who murdered thousands of people in Yemen? And now when Yemen is entering the war against Israel, so they want to intercept the missiles of the Houthis. It's a shame and a disgrace. I belong to Murga Sahaba, the voice of Alu Sunnah al-Jama'ah, but majority of the Sunni countries are quiet and they intimidated and they are in awe of America and Israel. The Shias who are kufar, they are doing more compared to the Sunnis. What a disgrace and indictment it is. Hezbollah, we call them Hezbollah Shaitan. Iran, we call them kufar. And the Houthis, we say they are Shias. But they are more active, whether in the media, whether in material assistance, whether with arms and munition, compared to the Saudi Arabia and the United Arab Emirates. Can you believe the one Emirati guy from Dubai or somewhere. He gave Israel, he told them this is 100, listen carefully, 170 million US dollars, he says, for the poor people of Israel. <laughs> Nothing for Palestine. 170 million US dollars for the people of the poor people of Israel. So you call these Muslims, I call them Pakka Haramis and Pakka Murtads, you must remember that. So urged by Erdogan, Israel supermarket halt imports from Turkey and in Turkey mashallah the people are now who they wanted to enter even the American consulate and so forth and so on passengers trapped in Dagestan mob I sent a voice memo telling my husband I love him so these are the people Allah Jalla Wala is humiliating them throughout the world and so forth just look at it I just opened my phone there to see for news one person says is lotto permissible people are getting murdered massacred and you want to do your gambling and all that that is the ummah today you know they can't wake up for Fajr Salat they can't read five times Salat, but they speak about jihad and so <laughs> forth. So Allah Jalla Wala protect us from this ummah who are down and out and astray. We can only make dua for them. Well, that is a, a listener saying that my parents did my my parents did my husband down in our family business. Yes, they helped us move this up, starting the business, and we paid them back every cent. Now they claim the business because it's on their name. It's causing problems in our marriage. I do have the power to lock both my parents up. And you know that Mufti Sab. What's your advice, Ustad? Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Let us get everything in sequence according to what you inform us. Always remember any alim, any Molana, Sheikh, Mufti, you're going to ask a question, they answer the question, is the question, the answer according to the question that is posed. Remember that. So if it is like this, that your parents were helping you and your husband, the son-in-law, when you got married because he didn't possess much, mashallah, the business took off and it flourished and so forth, but everything was still on their name. So now what happened is that you and your husband paid them back. They didn't charge you interest or anything. They, or you paid them back one million, one million, two million, whatever the amount was. Now they're telling you you must go. 
So remember, but they are the owners of the shop. So if they are the owners of the shop, they got the right to tell you to go because you're not a shareholder there. So if I am the landlord and now you say you are staying there five years, 10 years, 20 years, you made all the changes for your comfort and everything. And the landlord tells me that I have to go. I have to go Islamically. It's his, his house. So similarly, yeah, if your parents say that and so forth, so remember that you will have to go. So that will be the Islamic ruling. But what will be my advice? It could be a win-win situations as long as you don't start thinking emotionally you and your husband tell your parents okay that now we paid you back all that now we want to buy the business and everything the fixtures the fittings and the stock and whatever you and everything so now make a price so now they make a price and then you pay them that if they don't want to sell it then tell them that they must make you directors and then two of you you and your husband become directors so they also owners and you also owners and then you'll work in the shop and everything and everything and in that way when I say you meaning your husband not you the wife and thereafter you'll work out how the percentage will be and so forth in profit P-R-O-F-I-T and in loss you can't just be partners in profit you have to be in loss as well third option you say you want to lock them up and all that all that you will just make the lawyers very very rich documentary wise the business still belongs to them so I'm no lawyer but I'll tell you this much your case won't be very strong and Islamically it's not permissible for you to go to court and try and imprison your parents whatever they did Nabi Salam said you as the children you must still respect your parents hadith in al Adabul Mufrad by Imam Bukhari Rahimamullah wa in zalama wa in zalama wa in zalama even if they did wrong you must still show them respect and show them love so choose which option is practical and pragmatic and work on that forget all this emotional talk and hot air talk I'll take them to court and I'll get them in prison it's all hot air talk and knee jerk reaction wasting time and not permissible <clears throat> I see the father message he says Mufti Sab, Assalamu alaikum I'm the father of my child of my daughter she's very rude Mufti Sab, and now because the business is making money she wants us out no problem my better we will leave end of the month she has already sent us a lawyer's letter. Ya Allah, who's that? <laughs> so you must remember that you make sure, Baji, that you don't leave the business, you don't walk out and so forth. And remember, they're trying to intimidate you and so forth. <laughs> the title deeds, everything is on your name. So you must remember that. So Islamically, you got the right to tell them that you don't want them there, even if they turned it into a multi-millionaire, million concern and so forth. So that is my advice. Yes, you can see if she's already gone to that level of sending lawyers letter to her own biological parents, then remember the hadith is applicable. Kullu zambin Every sin a person commits, it is the prerogative of Almighty Allah. Allah punishes that person or Almighty Allah sends them to Jahannam or forgives them and so forth. Illa except you must remember 
remember that when you are disobedient, disrespectful to your parents, فَإِنَّ اللَّهَ يُؤَجِّلُ أُقُوبَتَهُ لِصَاحِبِي فِي الْحَيَاةِ قَبْلَ مَوْتِهِ Allah Ta'ala punishes them in this worldly life before death overtakes you. You can do all the good deeds, but Allah Ta'ala's help will not come to you. Allah will punish you, you must remember. So think properly, daughter. You're breaking the heart of your parents. You're breaking the heart of your mother and father. Before you know what's good for you, just withdraw everything, pay that lawyer and everything, tell him, no, I'm not going ahead, and go to your parents and for us and cry and say, forgive me. It was a moment of madness on my behalf. Your parents are such that they have pure hearts, they have pure love for you, so they will forgive you. But if you're going to go on like that, I don't know you, I don't know your parents, but I promise you that you will be cursed and you will die remember that everything I saw in my family, I saw in my friends, I saw so many people who were disrespectful to their parents, everything they did was a disaster and a failure end of the day. So that is my message to you. What are there a number of platforms that we cannot connect to Merka Sahaba live streaming? Is this the work of the Jutlas and the Jutla lovers of start? So you must remember the best thing for you all. I sent it out this week here. Yeah? You must remember, and that is... You know what you must do? That you must send me a message and go to this one here on your, you know, that WhatsApp and all that where you download. So go there to my tuner. So go there to my tuner, and then you will find thousand stations there. Just press Marcus Sahaba, and then you will find it. So just download my tuner, my my, and then next word tuner, T-U-N-E-R. So this is the best one I found. So you can just on your smartphone, and then you download it and search for Marcus Sahaba, and then you just wait, and then you just press it. It's working. See, I will press mine now, and you will see that... This is there. So that's mine working already. So there I tried it now also. My Jumma Khutbah, way and way I am. So you must remember last week where I was. So I was in Petrativ. The other week I was in Brits. And like that, different, different places. So I just use that. And every time it works with Allah's help. So just download my tuner. And inshallah, you will have access to thousand different radio stations. And then search there, Markaz Sahaba, M-A-R-K-A-Z, then S-A-H-A-B-A and inshallah you'll come right sometimes you can't catch because of the weather and so forth and so on so you must remember therefore there can be problem but by our side everything is working so by our side here the radio is working and the live streaming is working so both is working so the live streaming is working and the live streaming and the radio is working so remember, so the problem will be on your side then. So just do that, download my tuner and search for Marka Sahaba. That's our advice. I see a listener says, but move this up. My mother-in-law, she's not a good person. She's a witch. Will I be punished for being good to her? Because I'm being good with evil intentions. Allah knows my intentions to start. I tell you a story, you understand, that today one person sent to me from overseas. And it was in Arabic. I wanted to send it out, but then majority of our leader, people, listeners don't understand Arabic. So a husband and wife. So between them, everything was fine. And she was loving this wife with a mother-in-law. 
but the mother-in-law used to run her down or she shouldn't like the mother-in-law and so forth and so on. So now that she wouldn't. But anyway, she would still try whatever her intention was that let me keep my mother-in-law happy otherwise things will go bad to get sour and that between her and her husband. But the mother and the son, they loved one another tremendously, you see. Then the old lady fell sick and then she passed away, you see. And then she went and she sorted everything out, everything of the mother-in-law that she got rid of it. She didn't want no nishani, no sign of her. Two, three, four months passed. So this Mota, he got married to another wife. So now she was devastated and so forth. So she asked him that why you got married now again after your mother passed away. He said, my mother told me that I must never get married to anybody else while she is alive. (laughs) And she said that you, my wife, you're a good lady. She, the daughter-in-law, didn't like the mother-in-law, but the mother-in-law told her son that you cannot take a second wife whilst I'm alive. After I pass away, you do whatever you want to. Then she realized that what a big, terrible mistake she made, and then she to cry and make dua. So similarly for you, let's accept what you are saying, that you are always human nature is like that. They will try and project themselves to be the good person, and and then another person is a bad person. Okay, let's take it on that. I got a lot of doubt regarding that, but let's take it for argument's sake. That you are good and she's not so good, your mother-in-law, mm-hmm. right? So now what should you do? So you must say you're going to fight fire with water and not fight fire with fire. So you continue doing good deeds. You continue making khidmat of her and so forth. Not to please her only, to please your husband only. No. That second to please Almighty Allah Jalla wala, do it lillah fillah and see how Allah will turn the tables around and in life sometimes you dislike something but it is better for you in the long run remember that see I just take it to the global scene now so 7th October will remain in our hearts, in our minds, right till the day of our death. That when Hamas took on the might of Israel and dispatched over a thousand of them, they say 1,400, but they killed some of them. Let's say 1,400. We say, Alhamdulillah, What no Arab country could do, what no Muslim country could do, Hamas did it in a matter of 10, 12, 15, 24 hours maximum and so forth. And now they bombing Gaza. Yesterday they bombed a refugee camp in Jabalia and so forth, murdering and martyring over 100 people. They say 50, but it is much more. It's over 100. Babies and children, their limbs all scattered here and there and so forth. And Saudi Arabia, Emirates and all of them still dancing with the Israelis and so forth. The Haramis and Murtads. So now today, their newspaper, I read for you now, 
12 Israelis dispatched to hell, and this is their top brass, their army guys. So you know, show me that any Arab country could do this. So Allah Ta'ala is showing that they have their plan. That for Egypt, they want to make their own canal. No more Swiss canal, then your own canal. For Gaza, they want to make their own plan. They say that they will bring in an international force or they will bring in a European and American force and so forth. They're playing with the lives of Gaza and so forth. So Allah Ta'ala is turning the tide. Come whatever you have and see what we will do with you. And they're asking, Israel is begging the countries, please send more and more underway for us because from the front and the back they're messing themselves up they just see the Palestinians and they finish and the war is already won by Hamas Allahu Akbar so in life sometimes you must remember that you dislike something you dislike your mother-in-law but it's better for you you must remember that so you start loving your husband you start loving more and so forth you learn more so you you must fight the evil. Let's say she's doing evil, hypothetically, which I doubt that I think you are exaggerating, but you must fight it with water, that shower kindness with her, to buy her gifts, presents, and that, and slowly things will turn in your favor. <laughs> they say, even if she's, if, even if Muftisab is doubting and she's not doing it, they say they, they still don't like cows, God. Well, you see, it's in your mind, you must remember <laughs> that. And then sometimes the mother, your mother, and them, and your parents today I know of parents no sense you know common sense is no more common that when those days olden days you know 30, 40, 50, 60 years ago when we used to get married and so forth then <laughs> the mother the father who tell the Betty their beloved daughter oh Ladli oh Betty you are our daughter but now you married so your husband got greater say over you than we as parents you're going to that house so make sure your janaza also comes out from that mm. house. You see, that was the advice they to give. <laughs> now today, with the coming of TV, with the coming of Western culture, Hollywood, Bollywood, Robin Hood, Shaitanhood, and that, some parents tell the daughters from day one, tomorrow she's getting married, today they tell her, tomorrow they tell her, don't take any nonsense from your in-laws, you see. So you already poisoning the mind of your daughter and so forth so when she enters there so she and her husband okay things will work out we hope and pray but she already is looking at her mother in a negative light with a jaundiced eye and so forth instead of you giving good advice you were the one that you gave the wrong advice and therefore I'm dead against this when you the mother the lady the girl the wife's mother you keep on phoning every day every day and then something small happens and she will exaggerate and then it will be blown out of proportion and so forth. Then you start saying, pick up your bags and we'll come pick you up. Your job and function must be to wasulhu khair. Jorna, that you must make the home and not break the home. That is what Islam is teaching us. Subhanallah, subhanallah. Ustad, my son was given custody to my husband. He is an alcoholic. Because I'm not working, I was told that I am unfit to take responsibility of my son. My ex does not and never did pay child support. Is that not part of Islam as well, Ustad? Anonymous? 
We're not sure that it doesn't make sense also. You must remember this. One thing you didn't tell us is this, that your son, what is his age? And I find it very, very strange that they tell you that you are not going to get custody as the biological mother. 90% of the courts in the world will give custody to the biological mother. So just fill us in there with the age of your son. And then you say that he is alcoholic and so forth and so on. So Islamically, if what you are saying is the truth, then he's already disqualified. He can't be the custodian and have custody over the son and all that if he's an alcoholic and he's on drugs and all these type of things. So that must go back to you as the mother or to the grandmother that is the maternal grandmother, the nanima and so forth. So you can go, remember, and appeal that decision and say that he must pay all the expenses and you must have the custody, but we must know what is the age, you must remember. If he's six years old, so then everybody agrees Islamically the custody will be by the mother and not the father. Mm. And more so in this case, he will never get custody if he is an alcoholic and so forth and so on. So I'm very, very surprised. I don't know which court you went to or maybe there was some bribery, corruption involved. You know, to when we were very young in school, they used to teach us you must be sober like a judge, you know. But nowadays some judges and magistrates, they're not sober but they have drunk also, you know, or they get drunk with the money also. So maybe there's some underhand business going on and so forth and so on. But my advice to you, leave all the Maulanas and Jamiyats and myself, we can't do anything. You need, and your parents or your family need to get a sharpshoot lawyer, and you go and speak to them and see what your options are, if that what you are saying is the truth. Mm. I see she says too much bribery moved this up. And of course, he's got all the context to start. Right. Uh, you see, there must be something funny going on and so forth. Mm. Somebody says, Ustad, my sister's in-law, uh, my sister-in-law are career women and they act like men. But my mother-in-law doesn't say anything to them because she enjoys the money they make, Ustad. So you mustn't worry about them. So you must marry her. You must worry about your husband, you must worry about your children, and you must make dua for them. Because when you're going to start telling them that you are like this, you don't dress properly, and you bring in money, and you think you are big shots, all haram it is, obviously. So you must remember, and the mother-in-law, because money is sweeter than honey, she won't want to hear anything. So then, so you must cement your relationship with your husband. You must ensure that you and your husband I'd be good no role models for your children and regarding your mother-in-law regarding your sister-in-law and them keep on making dua for them and just curtail contact with them because why they will be a terrible bad influence for your children so that is why people like that who is a career woman the woman who took her plots and her plans and she gave it preference over her pots and her pants so you must remember this guy of things here. So you must be the role model. Your husband must be the role model. They must not get influenced by your husband's sisters, your sister-in-laws, and so forth. Mm. Somebody wants to know, who start dealing with this up ever? Get problems with your in-laws or sister-in-laws where they beg Bible about you, about Fatima, who start? So Somebody wants advice. We don't have sister-in-laws. 
house. Oh, you must remember that I got ten brother-in-law. One of them, my wife's uh, brother's wife, dad, sister-in-law, passed away Friday last week. And in Port Shepston, Jumma after Jumma, Mona Ayub came, and he saw his mother, and then she passed away Mubarak Day. And I told them that I spoke to Mona Ayub and spoke to the father, also Mona Ayub's father, and told him Allah gave such a Mubarak death on a Mubarak day. Make sure burial also takes place. Quick, quick, quick. So after Asr, they had burial. <laughs> so you must remember, ten brothers and five passed away, five alive. And the one's wife just passed away. Now Muhammad, his wife passed away. Allah grant the marhuma jannatul firdaus. So there's no sister-in-law. She's one and alone. And this type of things here. So if you want my story I told you a hundred times now so I told my wife I said your mother is blind you got ten sister-in-laws nobody can take care of her like how you can take care so why you don't bring her we go and fetch her so remember she came here she stayed here and I used to joke with her and that she knew I joked a lot with her so we, she taught me a lot of Gujarati so we used to only speak Gujarati so I used to call her Masi so I said Masi I Garmario you have to pay rental you can't stay free of charge she said 100% so she asked how much she must pay so I said every day two rakats a lot you must pay and then she passed away here also so you must remember this in life jiska zarf bara ho then Allah bara bada so keep your heart little bit magnanimous little bit big but we I'm telling you a very big lesson that now we in our last lap, you know, we're only going to read 17, one, two years now, inshallah, Islamically. So you must remember the ummah today, they haven't learned to take du'as of the mm. elders. We say these old topas and old topis, and they're wasting our time, you understand, and they're a liability to society. Muslim could dumb their mother and father in the old age home. Sure. I always say, I'll never happen, but if I become president or prime minister, these are the first people, if Muslim, I'll put them there and give them a lashing in full public. You bear sharam and bear ghayrat, you took your mother, father and put in the old age home. So where is your common sense and these type of things? So when you can't take your du'as of your father, your mother, your grandparents, your in-laws, you won't go far in life. Remember this type of thing. You can have all the degrees. It won't help you anything because the decree of Allah is such, Allah will punish you severely. So that is a big lesson you must learn. See, you make everybody cry. See, Haji Suleiman is also in tears. Uh, 19 minutes to 12, we go for interval. When we come back, we'll be going for our breaking news, inshallah. Marcus Sahaba, the voice of Ahle Sunnah wal Jamaa. Marcus Sahaba, the voice of Ahle Sunnah wal Jamaa. Well, it's uh, 17 minutes uh, to 12. It's a beautiful, sunny Wednesday morning. Uh, well, uh, let's go in here. What's our latest in Gaza, Ustad? Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. So now again I'm reading from the Haaretz. They say that siren sound in Gaza border communities, meaning the Jutlas are running for their lives. Jordanian foreign minister advises citizens to avoid traveling to Lebanon. Khamenei calls upon Muslim countries to boycott Israel. A rocket fell in an open area near Ashdod. No, no word yet on casualties. 
So Alhamdulillah, again, it's just one, two days that even not full two days for the ground invasion and the catching a good hiding. Alhamdulillah, all you jutlas, harami, super terrorists listening, remember 12 of your army are straight dispatched to hell and we have no empathy, sympathy for them. We say, Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen. We're very happy and very proud about that, that Hamas is giving them a good threshing and we're saying, please come more and more so we can give more of you a good threshing, inshallah. <clears throat> Somebody says who started, I would like to remain anonymous. My student likes my wife. He's only 19 years old. Do I tell his parents about it? Because my wife says, no, she, he's only a child still who started. So you must remember both of you are to blame and see how you all pose the question <laughs> also. So you must remember your wife says that he's only a child. 19 years old, what child he is? If he sleeps with a lady, he will make her pregnant and so forth. Mm. So why both of you are wrong? Because you'll never allow parda. So you are a hafizab, of example, whatever, and now he got access to your house in and out, in and out. So now you'll say, no, no parda for him and all that. So isn't that wrong? You're teaching Quran, but you're not practicing on the basic teachings. Quran says, And now your wife already developed a soft spot for him. And she says, no, it's only a child and so forth and so on. All this is absolute bunkum what you are talking. So you must go and speak to his parents and say that now we're no more going to allow him here in our house because this is going to cause big, big problems. And if you want he must still carry on then he must go to the masjid or he must go to the madrasa and not come to the house at all <laughs> so in that way there there must be no contact between him your student and your wife and so forth otherwise you're looking for problem but you all are to blame more than the student is to blame Ustad can move just up advise the bride to be with regards to nikah and thereafter Ustad so you must remember our advice to both parties. Marriage is al-hukukul mushtaraka. That certain rights is for both parties, the male and the female, the husband and the wife. Wife, both parties must have the correct belief. You can have Shia beliefs and Qadiani beliefs and Agahani beliefs. There's kufr all that you go out of the fall of Islam. Second one, both have to have true Iman, true Islam, true taqwa and piety. And then both have to read your five daily salat. Both of you have to try and we're not perfect. We all commit sins. We all are guilty of million, billion, zillion sins. But at least we should try our level best. So these are al-hukuk al-mushtaraka that are the rights for both parties. And then the hukuk the husband has to fulfill, roti, kapra, makan. You have to provide everything, the shelter, the food, the clothing, everything, water, lights, rental, all that is upon you. You must remember that. And as far as possible, stay separate. You know, when you put the two women day in one kitchen, in one house, then it's meme tutu, then it's kopskit and donor. So rather you'll stay separate, there'll be more love, more respect, and so forth, and so on. And thereafter, you must remember for you, the wife, so you must be the one staying 
stay at home. You don't gallivant here and there and every day to the mall and go and meet Paul and all these things here. Yeah? And you must do the cooking, you must do the cleaning, you must do all these type of things. So learn everything properly now. Your husband is not interested in your degrees or what you learned and so forth. He is a hungry man, is an angry man. And you don't allow any strange men there in your house. Remember that anybody come and your husband is not there, so you must just tell him he's not here, end of the story. Don't entertain long, long discussion. Just say my husband not here, you can contact him directly, finish, end of the story. So you must be very firm on all these issues there. And then you must remember that with your mother-in-law, father-in-law, treat them with respect and so forth. Even once in a while you buy something for them. So like that, inshallah, that, you know, common sense also has to prevail, but today common sense is not so common also. <laughs> I see one brother says, Muftisab, how does it affect we listeners? Muftisab, every half an hour giving us the Haraj news. What, what, what it does, start? how does it affect us? It doesn't affect you if you don't have Iman. If you have Iman, so you must remember, you'll be very happy that 10, 12 Jutlas already dispatched to hell. So what the great news, that <laughs> is something you never knew. <laughs> but if you put the cup upside down, I'm opening the tap, then it's your fault. You must be an idiot. You must remember this type of things. <laughs> and if it is something sad news that they murdered and martyred our people, then you must go on to your Twitter, Twitter account, X, go to your telegram, go to your phone, send out messages and so forth. Tell the world what is happening and so forth instead of wasting time with your soccer, cricket and rugby and all these haram actions. <laughs> Somebody says, Ustad, my beloved Muftisab, my mother passed away 15 years ago and I still cry every day for my mommy. I'm 60 years old now, Ustad. Allah protect you, Muftisab. Ustad. 100% is something natural. I'm going to Heidelberg this week, Friday, for Juma. Why I go there once in a while? Because we can't forget what our parents did for us. Always remember that. So therefore, Quran teaches us, see two duas. Your parents are alive, Surah 17, verse 24. Rabbi rahamuhuma kama rabbayani sagheera. Oh, beloved Allah, have mercy on them when there's so much mercy as they nurtured me, trained me, coached me when I was little, when I was young, when I was small. All the translations will work. Surah 14, verse 41, when they passed away, and they passed away with Iman Islam, not non-Muslims, they passed away with Iman Islam, so you read Surah 14, verse 41, daily for them, Rabbana fili wali walidayya walil mu'minina yawma yaqumul hisab, oh beloved Allah, forgive me, forgive my beloved parents and the believers, every day, yawma yaqumul hisab, the day the reckoning takes place give out charity for them everything in the hadith it comes go open Mishkat go open Mustafa Ahmad the parents are gone and now you as the son the daughter you're doing good deeds now they are seeing and sometimes they experience it Ya Allah from where all these deeds are coming all this reward and day of Qiyamah they will see mountains and mountains they will say you had a waladun sali good children you had so that's a great investment so the hadith we mentioned in Abu Dawood and all that about Walad Asali. So therefore, it's just natural because we can never ever repay them, our parents. But 
we must always do something for their benefit. So our nafil salat after Zohar today is Wednesday. You read two rakat extra. The du'as are accepted. Imam Bukhari, rahimahullah, brought a hadith in Al-Adabul Mufrad that with the Battle of Khandak, the Battle of the Trench, Wednesday after Zohar, he, Habibuna, Rasulullah, sallallahu alayhi made du'a and subhanallah, the du'a was accepted. Jabir radiallahu and great eminent illustrious sahabi says whenever I encounter difficulty so I would turn to Allah on a Wednesday afternoon and beg Allah and Allah accepted my dua so every one of you esteemed listeners of Sirius FM Marka Sahaba you my sister even if you're in your Hayes and Napaki you can't read Salat but dua you can make so just pick your hands up go to your musalla and so forth and say Allahumma alayka bil Zalimin, O Allah, decimate the apartheid terrorist Nazi regime of Israel. Waman wa'alahum and those who support them, like MBS Murtad bin Shaitan of Saudi and MBZ of Emirates, Dubai and Abu Dhabi, that Murtad bin Zindiq and so forth, and all these other Shayateen and Murtad. So, Ya Allah, you decimate, destroy them also, because they're helping these people, yeah, to slaughter and massacre our children and our people and so forth. And for Hamas, make dua, Ya Allah, grant them victory. Oh Allah, Allah mansurhum, Allahumma saddid ramyahum. Oh Allah, wherever they shoot, let them shoot the targets of the Israelis and the Jewish and the Zionists and so forth. So that is what we are supposed to do. And for your children and the Ummah at large and so forth. So whatever needs you got, provided is permissible. And for your beloved parents and so forth. So you make wonderful dua. Mm. Wonderful, my brother. Mm. Allah Akbar. Subhanallah. Subhanallah. 084-786-3132. International Overseas Listeners Plus 278-4786-3132. Somebody says, yeah, Mufti Sab, I'm listening to your show. I'm 38 years old. I ill-treated my mommy. I called her the ugliest of names. And when she passed away, I made sure I didn't go for her janaza. And I didn't even wash her ustad. And since then, my life is getting worse and worse in bed. Now Allah is testing my children. Allah is supposed to test me, not my children. That's not fair. Ustad. So you must remember, if you carry on speaking like that, then you will go right out of the fall of Islam. So first thing, you by your own admission, confession, you treated your mother badly. You never even had the sense to go for her janazah, salat, and so forth. The sister, Ustad. Oh, mm. oh, the sister, okay, you. That you never even went to give her gusal, nothing like that, and so forth, sister. So what do you really expect? I gave you the hadith just now. فَإِنَّ اللَّهَ يُعَجِّلُ now you say so as far as you being punished you understand now you say your children are also doing that you see, Quran gives you all answers. And that statement, you better read two rakats, Salah to Tawbah, and ask Allah for forgiveness. Remember that, that Allah is not just. You make statements like that, you can go right out of the fall of Islam. Be very careful. So I'm reading for you one verse, Surah 9, chapter 9, and verse 85. Surah 9, Surah Tawbah, verse 85. Don't get impressed with people's wealth and children. Sometimes Allah gives people wealth. Sometimes Allah gives people children. 
But then what happens? Inma yuridullahu ayyu adhibahum bihafid dunya. Allah Taala then through that wealth, through their children, is going to punish the person. You see that? So that is what happens. Allah Taala's wisdom, He knows. So you must make sincere tawbah. Cry every day. Ya Allah, I'm guilty. Forgive me. Forgive my mother, and do all good deeds and that. And your children, you must take them one by one and speak to them and tell them if they understanding age, they tell them what Islam teaches, what is the rank of parents. If you do good, what will happen? If you do wrong, then you see, you must be honest, say that, you know, I didn't take duas of my parents and therefore things are going pear-shaped and all that now in my life and upside down. So you need to explain to them and tell them not to make the mistakes you made in life. So that is what you have to do. Honesty, end of the day, is the best policy, sister. But make sincere tawbah. You continue speaking like that, you mm-hmm. go right out to the fall of Islam, then it is khasirat dunya wal akhirah. You will be a loser in this world, and the year after, Allah protect us all. Ustad, a boy went to see a girl, but the answer is no. Do you have to tell the girl, Ustad? So you must remember that if the boy went to see the girl and now the answer is no, so the answer came from the girl then. So what do you have to tell her if the answer came from her? If the answer is no from your side, your istikhara or what, then obviously you must tell her no because tell her the istikhara didn't come out good and it's end of the matter. So she must continue with her life. You continue with your life or your parents are not happy or whatever the case is. You can't keep them kalmu'allaka, just suspended and they're still waiting, waiting, and so forth. That's not right. It's not ethical. So whether the girl party have to respond, so respond immediately. Whether it's the boy's party, so you respond immediately. And don't do And you, the boy, don't send a message. You, the girl, don't send it. Leave it to your parents or leave it to the Maulana or leave it to some family member and so forth. Because now the two of you are history and you block one another's numbers and all that. So to chat-chat and all that, gapshap marna, you understand? In Urdu, they say Gapshap Marna, all haram as it is, but you know, people today they keep on talking, majority of them. So, all that you must block and finish up. Both of you, the Riyame Bohod Machi here. Remember that there are many fish in the ocean. So, just forget all that and carry on with life. Last question. Who's that? Is a parent wants to know, my son is 29 years old. But uh, he wants to get married, but he wants la- uh, 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 a lady that's elder than him, like all those in her 40s. He's only 29 years old who started. So you must remember this. He wants to get married to a lady who's over 40. Gee, he, wants, he wants elderly. He doesn't want the young girls. He wants yeah. So as long as he's happy, so you must remember he's fine. He's already 29 just now. You're too fussy. He'll become a past six himself. You'll understand. So then, as long as they say he must make intention of sunnah. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was 25 years old. And she, Sayyidah Khadija al-Kubra, radiallahu anha, was 40 years old. So the gap was 15 years old. So it's fine. Let him get married as long as he's settled and not committing any vices and sins. Listen to this quickly, yeah. Israeli military intelligence chief. So there is not an existential war 
but our way of life. So mm. what is your way of life? To murder and kill babies and children? To steal people's land? To steal people's garden? To demolish the mosque and the churches and to demolish the schools and all that? Is that your way of life? You super terrorist, haram, cursed nation, chosen people for hell? So if you are saying, so the whole thing must go back, not to 7 October, must go back to 1947, mm. when you squatters entered there, and you led three gangs, the Irgun gang, the Haganah gang, and you must remember you had the Stern gang, and you were massacring the Palestinians. In '48, you occupied their land, so therefore we say the only solution is one settler, one bullet will settle the issue, and we have no empathy, sympathy for any Jutla that is dispatched to Al in Israel. So wonderful lessons and programs, inshallah, Allah to accept, make dua today after Zohar and get your children, get everybody involved, mm. create the environment there instead of wasting time with the TV and all that and haram activities. Allah Jalla grant us tawfiq. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Marcus Sahaba, the voice of Ahl Sunnah wal Jamaah.